BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is a miracle. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, Donkey Today for Monday, February 6th goes to Aramark. Aramark is a food service company that provides meals to the District of Nyack, New York, uh, and other places. And that's what they did on the first day of Black History Month, provided meals. Let me tell you something. Uh, on Friday, I gave Donkey Today to Turning Point USA at Clemson for having an affirmative action bake sale. I'd be lying to you if I said uh, I wasn't entertained by all the ways people stumbled their way through honoring Black History Month. And the only reason I'm giving Aramark Donkey Today is not because what they did was so egregious it's just that this is one 
of those things that by now people should have figured out. Okay, see, on the Black History Month menu, Aramark had a Philly cheesesteak, broccoli, and fresh fruit. That's what was on the school's lunch calendar. That's what people thought they was going to eat. But they decided, since it was Black History Month, to change the menu uh, at the last minute. Would you like to know what they ordered before I go to the news report? I just want to ask the room. Ray J, what do you think they ordered for the first day of Black History Month? They ordered... What do you think of black people? What you think? Food. Don't worry about it, Ray J. It's okay. <laughs> I just, I, the fact that you don't have an answer is good. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. I don't want I don't okay. want to have an answer for that. I was thinking but, of asparagus. Uh, well, behind the scenes he I says just, behind the scenes he said Roscoe's chicken and waffles and watermelon Ciroc. But I'm not <laughs> no, going I'm not going to put them no, on blast. No, you said chicken and watermelon and I then did. I and then I went, Well, isn't that and then you said what, Ray J? And I went Roscoe's chicken and waffles and watermelon Ciroc. Really good. Let's go to CBS yeah. 2 News for the report, please. I would love please. a chicken and waffle shot. very happy that you spoke up. Yeah, I am. A mother reassuring her daughter after a racially insensitive lunch option was served at Nyack Middle School the first day of Black History Month. Instead of Philly cheesesteak, broccoli, and fresh fruit, Aramark, the food service company that provides meals to the district, served chicken and waffles and watermelon. In a statement, Aramark apologized for the insensitivity, saying in part, while our menu was not intended as a cultural meal, we acknowledge that the timing was inappropriate and our team should have been more thoughtful in its service. But this isn't the first time Aramark found itself in hot water. Back in 2018, another racially insensitive meal was served at New York University during Black History Month. It included barbecued ribs, collard greens, cornbread, Kool-Aid and watermelon flavored water. When called out, the company apologized and workers were fired. <laughs> What's laugh. wrong, Ray? What? You what? What? You What's wrong with you? <laughs> Ray? You laugh. You gotta see Ray behind the scenes. He's like, What's wrong with Ray? <laughs> <laughs> You like you laughed and you made me laugh and then I'm laughing later when we look back live. <laughs> it was just oh, like man. I mean it, it it's it's a it's a it's it it's sounds tasty. It's making you hungry. Where it was it was good. The Kool Aid was a little rough. Like that was a little much. Like, <laughs> the Kool Aid. Oh, the Kool Aid. the thing. Was rough. Like with it. Like it could have just been like I, a strawberry. Like. You know, special drink. Here's right. the thing: Aramark is making a rookie mistake at this point. Like we've seen this one enough times to know that this was going to cause social media backlash. So, right, right. I think to add the watermelon in the chicken, like the chicken waffle. Well, we'll get to that. And I want to talk about yeah, that and the watermelon. I want. I actually want to talk about that because we've seen this enough times to mm -hmm. know that the woke tang clan that exists in these schools is going to have a problem with this. But this is what your Uncle Charlotte is here for. See, I've told y'all a million times on this radio, we have to rethink this chicken and watermelon stereotype because the only reason we embrace it as a stereotype is because white men who are upset at our progression made it a stereotype. I've told y'all this a million times so much so that I don't even have to repeat myself. I can just flash back to one of the last times I said it and you won't even know it's a flashback because I didn't have a nose job like DJ Envy, so my voice sounds the same. Envy, you got a nose job? Yeah. Yes, no, he did. Man. Yes, he did. No. Because what, what, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Would you like this lesson again? Because it is Black History Month, so it's the perfect time to teach uh, our history. Chicken and watermelons is a stereotype, but why is it? Listen to your old Uncle Charlotte explain why it is. Listen. 
This is what they said about watermelon. This is from an article written in 2014 for The Atlantic by William Black. William Black says the stereotype that African-Americans are excessively fond of watermelon emerged for a specific historical reason and served a specific political purpose. Mm -hmm. The trope came in full force when slaves won their emancipation during the Civil War. Mm -hmm. Free black people grew ate and sold watermelons and in doing so made the fruit a symbol of their freedom. That's right. Sovereign whites threatened by blacks' newfound freedom responded by making the fruit a symbol of black people's perceived uncleanliness, laziness, childishness, and unwanted public presence. Listen. Hmm. Interesting. I looked up chicken, right? Claire Smits, a professor at the University of Missouri who studies race and folklore, said chickens had long been a part of sovereign diets but they had a particular utility for slaves. They were cheap, Easy to feed and a good source of meat. But, Smith says, came Birth of a Nation, the silent movie from 1915 that showed the founding of the Ku Klux Klan. One scene in the movie features a group of actors portraying shiftless black elected officials right. acting rowdy and crudely in a legislative hall. The message to the audience, these are the dangers of letting blacks vote. That's Sound right. familiar. Some of the legislators are shown drinking. Uh, others had their feet kicked up on their desk, and one of them was very ostentatiously eating fried chicken. That image, says Claire Smith, really solidified the way white people thought of black people and fried chicken. That's Smith right. said that like watermelon, that other food that's been a mainstay in racist depictions of blacks, chicken was also a good vehicle for racism because of the way people eat it. It's a food you eat with your hands, and therefore it's dirty. Mm. Table manners are a way of determining who is worthy of respect or not. End quote. Did you learn something, Ray Jizzle? Turn his mic on. Did you learn something? Hello? You good. I, I, I learned something. Word. I did. I, I learned something. It just, it's just, I don't know. It's just such a thin line between. It is not. We let yeah. our pressure. Uh, no, meaning we, like I like watermelon. As you should. Like I we love have no watermelon. reason not That's to like it. It like used to be a symbol of freedom for That's us. That's what I'm saying. So where the chicken waffles and watermelon? Because I mean. That's a good combination to me. A fantastic Even combination. Even with syrup on the watermelon. That's mm -hmm. disgusting. No, I'm just saying, like, if it got, That's if disgusting. a little bit got dripped on there when you, like, trying to mix them all together, you got the chicken That's waffles. Fine. That's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with And then the watermelon was in there, too, and it was just kind of. Y'all let y'all a pressure. Shame y'all into thinking that chicken and watermelon was a negative stereotype. And the reality of the situation is chicken and watermelon, as Ray J just said, is just delicious. That's what I was trying to say from the beginning. That's all. <laughs> nothing more, nothing That's less. It. And I don't understand how y'all can take the N-word, a word that was just a racial slur that racist whites used and still use as a derogatory term, and flip that into something positive. And some of y'all tell the world, no, that's our word. It's ours. Y'all took that negative ass word and made it a term of endearment. But things that God actually created, like chickens and watermelons, that are delicious that we made money off y'all let those racist sovereign whites turn those things into a negative y'all let those sovereign whites turn that into a racist trope and y'all just accepted it y'all literally let someone shame you for doing something good you literally let someone shame you for being an entrepreneur you're supposed to look at those sovereign whites the same way we look at negroes who clown other negroes for going to college for reading for having a legit occupation but with all of that said uh our mark come on you have to know better, okay? <laughs> Until we can change the narrative back to chicken and watermelon not being a stereotype, you got to know better. I agree. I agree. And, you know, chicken and watermelon, and you throw in the waffles, too. I mean, that combination is off the chain. Delicious. I would love to have that at a party instead of asparagus. And some chicken and some, and some <laughs> real chicken, uh, some lamb chops or something like that. No, I take lamb, lamb chops, chops is good. Now. I don't like lamb chops. Oh, lamb chops is great. No, please I'm, give Aaron Mark the sweet sounds in the Hamilton. I like the fried chicken. Donkey.
I'm the donkey in the with the car. Like, no, man. Who it's not for you, Ray. No, it's not for you, Ray. No, but Indy was looking at me when they were playing it, so you know. No, 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 I just took it wrong. Let's open up the phone line, man. All right, let's do it. 800-585-1051. What's the question? The question, uh, can we turn chicken and watermelon back to what it originally was? Good food. Do we have to continue to, to, just, just to make it a racist trope? Do we have to continue to look at it as a stereotype? Do we have to continue to be upset when people put chicken and watermelon on the menu, knowing that watermelon was a symbol of freedom? Knowing that we used to make money off chicken and our oppressors literally, literally shamed us into thinking that chicken and watermelon was a negative stereotype and the reality of the situation is chicken and watermelon were symbols of freedom right. for us. Let's, let's open up the phone line. Let's have that, that, that conversation. 800-585-1051. Let me ask you a question though before we go. Okay. Your daughter's school celebrates Black History Month. And they tell you for Friday they doing chicken waffles and watermelon. How do you feel? I need. To, I'm gonna feel a little way. Just because, <laughs> you just said that. No, we're not talking about. Let's talk about. Because no, I need back. to know your intention. I know what. I know what. Our, I know the meaning behind chicken and watermelon. But I want to know what you, these the school's intention is. Why do y'all think it's Black History Month? Why did y'all serve it? And black people like chicken. But if no, but if, what, what if you ask them that question? What if you ask the administration that question? And then they break down what I just broke down about watermelon being a symbol of freedom. And what if they give the kids that lesson with the meal? What if they just say egg is like. Chicken waffle. That's a little whatever. different. I need to know how you come to that conclusion. <laughs> it's, it's ideology at the end of the day to educate somebody. I don't even think on. you used that word. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know if you did or not. It don't sound like you did. Well, it's, educa it's educating. It sounds like you, the, the way your headphones look is how you seem like you used well, that I word. I can't just now. hear. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Can we fix Ray J's headphones? But what I'm saying is to, to be knowledgeable on everything. Like if you broke down what it was, there you go. While you're serving it, boom. Then you give them the education that boom. they need to understand it and love it. And there so it you doesn't go. go viral wrong. It goes viral right. I'm smart. Well, let's talk about it when we come back. Ray J's here, our guest host. And it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake that ass up. Now, I ain't about to go crazy, but this Ray J. And I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Donkey Today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamisoff. Don't be a donkey. Dial pound 250 on your cell and say the bull if you've been hurt in a construction accident. That's pound 250 from your cell and say the bull. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? 
because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.